time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Decisions set things in motion. Imagine this. Imagine it's, you know, it's Saturday night, uh, eight years ago, (laughs) and there's a party. There's a party you've been invited to. Hey, why don't you come to this party? It's Saturday night. It's great. It's going to be a wonderful time. And you're like, yeah, I might go to that party. I'll see how it feels. And you haven't really decided if you're going to go or not go. You're not thrilled about the party, but you haven't decided to not go to the party. So it's lingering there. And for the days leading up to this weekend, it's kind of like, yeah, this might be happening. People ask you about your weekend and you can't really tell them because you're like, nah, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then when Saturday comes, you're thinking about the night the night ahead. You're looking at the clock maybe. Maybe you're checking out your laundry. Oh, if I was going to go to that party, I would need something to wear. Maybe I should do that. I wonder if I should shower now or shower later because if I go to the party, I might want to shower right beforehand. I might want to make sure that I eat beforehand. It's all these things, right? These I might, I might, I don't know. And then you're going through this day without really having any clear idea of how you're spending your time and of what you even want and of like giving yourself what you want right? Um, Sometimes you might end up deciding last minute to go and it's a bit of a scramble. Other times it kind of just the, you know, it gets decided for you. Well, it's kind of late now. Well, I've missed the last train. Well, I don't know. The traffic's bad. I don't know. And then it's too late and then it's eight and then it's nine and then it's 10. You're like, well, I'm just gonna, okay, I guess I'll stay in. So you've spent this whole pile of days and all these hours and even maybe all of Saturday staying home, but not deciding to stay home. And imagine the difference that it makes, the difference it would make in either way, whether you want to party, 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 or you want to stay home, stay home, stay home, (laughs) right? If you had decided, yes, I would love to go to the party on Saturday then you have these days to look forward to the party on Saturday. Then you might, if you, you know, are so inclined, plan your outfit, think about who you might want to go with, plan a carpool, maybe a, like a gift or a bottle or something that you want to bring to this party. You tell people about the party, you look forward to it, and you would enjoy this feeling of knowing you have plans and something to look forward to. Or you would have said, hey, thanks for the invite. I'm going to, you know, chill at home because that's my jam. I'm going to do that this weekend, but I really appreciate it. Have a blast. You can sincerely wish the party inviter (laughs) a great time. And then you can really look forward to this time that you set aside for yourself. You can figure out what movies you're going to watch, what dinner you're going to order in or cook, um, 
whatever. You might still plan an outfit. Maybe it's like, which onesie am I going to (laughs) wear? Whatever makes it fun. You get to look forward to it. You get to maybe plan it. Or if you're not a planner, you just get to know what is happening because you have made the decision and the energy has been set in motion in either direction, either party energy and planning and maybe new ideas come up or, oh, the energy and motion of rest, the energy and motion of looking forward to, of slowing down, of tying up loose ends on Friday because Saturday you have decided to gift yourself a night in. Time is precious, dear listener, right? So this is one of those gifts in your self-love practice, in your self-marriage. If you are a gift giver, if you want to be kind and lovely to your, your spouse, who is you, you would think about how you spend that time. You would think about the gift of that time and the gift of the energy that happens when you make a decision and something is set in motion. I've been um, designing and building the modules for the Art of Self-Marriage, which starts in September. This is my first year-long program, self-engagement program. We will be planning ceremonies and celebrations. At the end, we will be going deep into how to write and keep vows to yourself at the end. It's at the end for a reason because it's so important. But also because this period of time before you get to the wedding part is a very powerful time. And the very first module is making the commitment. It's an entire month. (laughs) You might think it's obvious. Well, if I've signed up, then like, I guess I've committed. It is amazing. And maybe you know this, how we might think we've decided, but we haven't. Do you do this? Do you know what I'm talking about? You've said yes to something, but your heart's not in it. You've said yes to something, but you haven't paid for it yet. You've said yes to something, but you're kind of secretly hoping it falls through. You're not really sure you're up for this thing, but you've led yourself and other people to believe that, you know, they can expect you there. And it just kind of feels just a little off, but you're just sort of hoping it works out as though it's something outside of you, as though this decision is not yours. So there's so you can imagine with self-marriage, it's all about this decision to commit, right? (laughs) To make this commitment and the vows, they're really bookends, right? I mean, like the beginning is deciding to decide, deciding to commit to this And once we've gone through this beautiful year of loving like an artist, thinking creatively, looking at ourselves, learning how to love ourselves unconditionally, learning what we like and what we don't like, the way you would any lover, after you've gotten to know yourself, romanced yourself, thought about what's important, then is the time to think about the vows, the covenant that you will be building your marriage around, right? So... I want to talk about, you know, what, what is it that's going to like push you into that edge of like saying yes, because for me, I know, and maybe you can relate to this as well. Um, if I don't have 
I really don't like the phrase skin in the game. I don't know where it came from. Um, <laughs> feet to the fire. They all feel very violent, but the commitment, right? Like the real commitment of like, you're on the line. You're in the, I know, you're in the arena, right? You're, you're there. You're not in the stands anymore, like Brene Brown says, and she got it from, I forget who, but you're in the arena. You've stepped in. You've said yes. You are playing this game. For me, a lot of this, when I'm saying yes to something, it's when I've paid for it. <laughs> it's when I've paid a considerable amount for it, frankly. So I've done tons of learning, tons of coaching, workshops, retreats, and I've done everything from, you know, paying what for me was a real stretch amount to, you know, the huge plethora of like freebies and workshops and resources that are available all the time, sliding scale, all the things in between. The things that were the most powerful in terms of my growth and my transformation and my ability to commit, those two things are related, right? Like, is it better? (laughs) You know, like if you actually show up for something and you are willing to commit to doing whatever it is, of course, you're going to have greater success in it. So what actually asks you to step up? For me, one of the major pieces in this is laying the credit card down is laying the money down and saying, this is where I am going to invest. This is where I am going to say, yes, I have worked for this energy source, this money, this represents time, this represents work, this represents effort, this represents all of the other things that that money could go towards, that I am choosing I'm choosing this. I'm choosing this thing. I'm choosing this course. Of course, I showed up for those things. Absolutely, I did because I was like, oh, well, if I don't show up for that, then, you know, what was I doing spending this money on this training? I've spent this money because I value this. I'm showing that I value it. I've done it. And now it's up to me. It's up to me to get the value from this thing. Really, this applies like I'm speaking specifically about courses, training, learning experiences, right? Things where it's really up to you, right? Like there's a, there's a dance teacher, but if you don't show up and you don't move your body, that dance teacher can only do so much, right? Like they're doing their part, but <laughs> without your body moving around and showing up, they can't do their job, right? So, um, you know, and there, there'd be times too where like, you, you know, I'd, I'd hit a wall as you do, obviously, with this kind of work, and I'm sure many of you know this, you do personal development work, of course, you're going to be challenged, right? I have been challenged in many ways by many teachers and mostly by myself, <laughs> right? So it's like, but but finding out where, like, what is this challenge? What do I need to push through? I will tell you straight up, if it's a freebie, I don't bother, not because that's the right thing to do, but because I don't, there's no stakes, right? It's easy for me to be like, oh yeah, that webinar, and I can multitask because I didn't pay for it. I will get up and get a coffee. I will get up and like wander around, not every time, but I certainly won't be doing that when I have paid, when I have decided and committed time, time and money together, where I've said, you know what, every Friday afternoon, I am doing this with this teacher, and here's my commitment. Why would I wander around? Why would I multitask, right? It's a lot easier when it's free. It's a lot easier when you haven't really committed anything, 
right? You haven't really given anything up. And this is not to say like, I offer this podcast. In fact, I had a a client hire me this year who first before hiring me went back to the, the first soft shoulder episode and listened, hi, you know who you are, and listened to all of the episodes because they were like, you know, Danette is giving all of this these journal prompts, these things to think about, these powerful coaching questions, they're right here and they're free. And she was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to learn everything that I can that she's offering. And then if I still want to hire Danette, I will. And that happened. But how many of you are actually doing that? (laughs) Right? Like I listen to a lot of podcasts. Sometimes I sit down and do the journal prompts. Sometimes I really like get a lot from it as though I'd paid for it. And a lot of them I listen to and I just sort of like skim through. There's nothing wrong with any of this. There's nothing wrong with any of this at all. What I want to bring to your attention today is how you can make a powerful decision. And to really look at where you think you're deciding, but you're not. You're kind of half-assing, right? This is why like an engagement period means something, Right? Why have an engagement period? Well, it's like the question is asked, will you marry me? And then the decision is made, yes, I will marry you. That moment of decision, the relationship changes. Now, there hasn't been a wedding. They have not gotten married. They might not get married for years after the engagement or weeks or whatever. But the moment that decision has been made, the energy has shifted. The relationship has shifted something has been put into motion. You are not just dating, now you are engaged. You have decided to marry. And even though the wedding hasn't happened, you're headed in that direction. That's the motion. Have you ever hired a coach before where you have the intake call or the first kind of contact, you decide, okay, I'm going to hire this coach. Oh my God, what am I doing? Especially the first time you hire a coach, right? It's like, what? Um, You make your deposit or you make your payment, you set the date, and then what happens? I can tell you, for me personally, as a client, I've been a client lots, and as a coach, things happen before you even get to the first call. That's what I I love this so much. It happens in therapy too, the moment you make that first appointment, right? Something shifts, there's relief, or there's like more stuff coming up that shows you, wow, you made the right decision. You really need some support right now. Right. But like, it's so amazing how just, you know, we can call it magic and some people do, but it's that decision has set something in motion and you've communicated with yourself that something is definitely happening. You have decided you have paid for this. You have booked this. You have a call on the calendar. It's happening. Things change, knowing that you have support coming up, knowing that you've reached out, knowing that you've taken a leap. Like often this is a very vulnerable, vulnerable leap, right? And it's risky. You don't know what's going to happen. That's part of the process of this kind of work, I think, as someone who's, you know, can speak on the, on the receiving end of it. It's like, okay, I'm handing this over. I have faith in this. I have trust in this. I'm going to I'm going to see I'm going to show up and be curious about what is happening. So, you know, your life 
there, there's a difference between going with the flow. And I'm sure I've talked about this before because I know and I, I really champion that we all have our own ways of doing things. And sometimes the challenge is more flow and sometimes the challenge is more structure. But at the end of the day, even then, deciding to go with the flow is a decision that you make, right? If you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the flow this year. Like Shonda Rhimes' year of yes, you know, it's like, I'm just going to say yes to everything this year. That was a decision, <laughs> right? Um, but when you're not, it's kind of like you're, you're, you're doing personal growth like Weekend at Bernie's, which is like a choice, <laughs> right? But it's like, if you're not really making any decisions, you just kind of be like carried around and propped up and like, okay, I guess I'm sitting over here right now. It's like, you might end up really great places, but you didn't choose it. And dear listener, this is the thing that I want for you. This is why it matters. When you choose something, it's a risk. It's always a risk. That's why it's vulnerable to make a decision. But you can't have the rewards without that risk, right? Like if Weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> Bernie ends up like on a beach, having a great time. I don't know. This is a terrible metaphor, obviously. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he ends up, you know, sitting on a beach with a margarita in his hand. Great, I guess. He didn't do anything. He can't take any of the credit for this. He also can't feel anything. <laughs> but anyways, you know what I'm saying? If you end up somewhere great, it's like, oh, whoopsie. Whoopsie, this cool thing just happened, I guess. And like, how is that maybe, I'm asking, how is that maybe playing small? How is that maybe pretending to have faith when really you were afraid to step into that arena, to do something that you believe in, to listen to your calling, to say, I want this. I want this change. I'm putting my money down. I'm putting my time down. I am stepping out. I am declaring, not to everyone on social media, but even just to yourself, I want to be a writer. I want to heal from this. I want to marry myself. I want to be certified. I want to change careers. I want to change my beliefs. Whatever it is, you, when, you, when you deny yourself that bold moment, that risky moment, of deciding and of putting something out there, of showing with your money, with your time, with your statement, I choose this, then the magic that that decision might create doesn't really belong to you. It doesn't really feel like yours. It's like, oh, whoops, cool. I guess I can be grateful for this, but there's a real denial of your power. You are so much more powerful than you probably often give yourself credit for. It's not a guarantee that everything's going to work out. Just like uh, in the last episode, it was like, you know, soulmates aren't loot bags and they're not being, it's not a guarantee that they're being handed out, which is why love is risky. And not everybody gets the reward in, in the way that they imagine it will be. But certainly you don't get that reward <laughs> By just flopping around and not really saying that you want a relationship. 
and kind of hiding it and, you know, being very casual about everything. The chances, it's not impossible, the chances are so much slimmer that way. And you know what? It feels like safety, but is this the life that you want? I know these are bold questions, but you know, I felt called to talk about this on this episode because I heard back from quite a few of you about last week's episode about not waiting. What are you waiting for? And this is related. So if you've been thinking about that last episode of what am I waiting for? Am I waiting? Are things on hold? This is where you lean into what decision would set into motion a feeling of courage, a feeling of joy, a feeling of excitement, a feeling of being alive, you know, a feeling of faith, of trusting the universe, of co-creating, of saying, hey, universe or whatever, I want this. I'm going to do this. I would love it if you met me. I would love guidance. I would love to see who I might become when I really make this decision. And that is why you can't kind of half-ass this thing, right? You can't be like, yeah, I just kind of want to do You you can't do it. (laughs) You'll only know when you actually try. You'll only know when you've shown up. In these courses that I've taken, coaches that I've hired, I can't, you know, and at at your most cynical, at least, give yourself the right to complain. (laughs) To rightfully complain. Like, I think I've, I think I've mentioned this before, but there's some like movies I've walked out on. Okay. And there's some movies that I stuck around, but I stuck around only because I was like, if I walk out halfway through this movie, I cannot talk about how strongly I feel (laughs) about this movie because I didn't experience the whole thing. And I don't think that that's fair to critique something. The story could be, yeah, I walked out halfway but that's where the story ends. I have no right to talk about this piece and critique it if I'm not going to experience it as a whole, right? So if you hire a coach and you're not showing up, you hire a coach and you're late 10, 15 minutes every time for the call. You hire a coach and, you know, you listen and your coach asks you questions and it's kind of going in a weird direction and you don't course correct like you have to give feedback it's like if someone's giving you a massage and it hurts they don't know unless you tell them right so coaches are being curious asking questions and you have to be like oh actually no like you know what's coming up for me now is something else right but you don't bother you don't bother participating you don't bother giving that feedback and co-creating with your coach and then your coach gives you homework but of course it doesn't resonate because you know you weren't really showing up weren't really being honest in the sessions and then you don't do the homework and then you show up next week and you're 10 minutes late for the call you can't blame the coach you can't blame the program and what are you doing what are you doing what are you hoping for are you hoping that you're just like well I just I paid this person I hired this dance teacher I took this class but I'm not paying attention and you think it's just going to enter your body somehow you have to show up you have to be vulnerable and you have to decide this is what I'm doing you don't have to do that for everything (laughs) right but when you decide give yourself that gift Give yourself that gift of looking forward. Like, let's come back to that party on the Saturday. I decided to marry myself this year. Yes, it's scary. 
I don't know what's going to happen. I listen to Danette's podcast. I feel like I know her, but I don't know her. (laughs) But I'm handing her my money and I'm putting Tuesdays aside. And I'm going to do this. No matter what's happening in my life, I'm going to say yes to myself. I'm going to explore. This is the first relationship I will be exploring this year. Give yourself that gift of looking forward to it, of making the commitment. You will get so much more out of anything when you decide to receive it. So applications, of course, they're open. You can go to theartofselfmarriage.com. You can read about the program there. You're also welcome to ask me questions. You can email anytime, Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Be happy to share more. I'm also sharing on Instagram in little videos along the way. So the more questions I receive, the more I'll be able to deliver and answer those questions for you. I really, as I'm working on this, and especially on this commitment module, I was just like, oh God, just, it's so wonderful for me actually to revisit (laughs) these elements in my own self-marriage. And to think about these commitments, these modules are things that you learn. And even when you'll be like me one day, 20 years later into your marriage, there's still juice there. There's still a way to deepen this. Love isn't just something you check off. Love isn't just something you do a year of, right? This is something that can go so deep. It's really limitless. It's so amazing. And it's opening up incredible things in my life and they'll be different in your life. I am so curious about what self-marriage could open for you. So head on over to theartofselfmarriage.com and also thank you. As always, this episode of The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by techcoven.com by Allison Tarr at allisontarr.com. And really this whole podcast, we can thank Allison for her wonderful nudges and her expertise. Ooh, I just said that. I just made that up. <laughs> is that already a thing? Anyways, Allison's an amazing, amazing tech witch. You can also check her out on YouTube. Her channel is Tech Coven. Um, head on over and check her out and love her as much as I do. And my dear listener, whatever you decide, whatever you decide, make the decision. Give yourself that feeling of power. Give yourself that feeling of being alive. You are someone worth loving, worth choosing. It all starts with you. Take good care of yourselves and we'll talk to you soon.